Welcome to the podcast. I'm a project manager and software engineer working with blockchain technology. This is a place where I discuss all things related to business, entrepreneurship, and travel from an international perspective, ranging from studying a foreign language to hiring freelancers to building a blockchain company. Each episode features new insights from the leaders I meet, the books I read, and the places I go. So, without further delay, here's today's episode. In the last episode, I described what it was what it was like going to this conference in Malta. A conference about blockchain technology, about connected learning, about credentials, all of these things coming together. And the company that I'm working for being an education company that is leveraging blockchain technology, we were a good match and we were invited by a gentleman named Alex Grek in, to join this conference. But it was not limited to the conference. We went to Malta. We were there for a few weeks. And it wasn't just this conference. The conference only lasted a few days. So what happened during the rest of the time? My boss had made connections with Alex Grek before the conference and as part of how we were invited in the first place. Upon arrival, Alex Grek interacted with our team in order to discuss how we might speak to some of the members of the government within Malta to discuss what blockchain technology can do discuss how we're planning on using blockchain technology, how we as a company can partner with or work with the government of Malta instead of, say, going to some other country. Why be in Malta? Why have this business that could be potentially very, um, that could drive a lot of economic growth? Why have it in Malta and not somewhere else? Well, that is what we were able to, or potentially going to be able to discuss with various members within the government. And so, after meeting with Alex Greck, we were connected through Alex with the Minister of Education for the country of Malta. This is a gentleman named Evariste Bartolo. Now, I may be pronouncing that incorrectly as I am saying this in English and without any kind of Maltese accent. Pardon me for that. But we met with this gentleman, the Minister for Education and Employment in Malta. This was following the conference. We met, we discussed our intentions for the company and how blockchain technology can reduce inefficiencies within educational institutions. In particular, not just limited to educational institutions, but that's how we were attempting to apply blockchain technology. We met, we discussed this, and we discussed what it would mean for us to obtain certification through the European Union. What do I mean? What do I mean here? When you go to college, when you go to university, that institution has their degrees or the diplomas recognized by an external body. That external body is recognized by the Department of Education. At least that's what, I mean, typically if you're getting something that has credentials, if you go to an institution that is recognized, you might say just broadly speaking, you find one that has authority vested to it or has recognition from some external body. So a a quick way that you might think of this or be able to, to conceptualize this is when you think of going to school, say you're in New York and you want to transfer schools. If you transfer schools within New York, 
Now, generally, most of these schools will be accredited through the same institution, and therefore, you will be it will be relatively easy to transfer to that other school. Because what is it that you try to do when you transfer to another institution? You have all of these courses that you've already completed, and you want to take the credits, the courses that you've taken so far, and bring them to this new institution that where it will be recognized there. But have you ever... Do you know anybody or have you, in fact, did you go to college where you transferred or you heard of somebody transferring and they weren't able to transfer all of their credits? What was going on there? Typically, it's a matter of accreditation. Different accrediting bodies will recognize the validity or have different recognitions of the validity of different credits. So you might be in a school in New York, but if you're trying to transfer to a school in, in Texas or a school in Nevada, you may find that you're hard, there are uh, maybe half of the courses that you've taken or, or not all of the courses that you've taken or portions of the courses of each individual course that you've taken, you will actually be able to transfer to another institution. This is primarily a function of the accreditation process of the accreditation bodies, at least within the, in the United States. Within the European Union, if you have one, I mean, all of the institution, all of the countries within the European Union, as far as I'm aware, are able to are able to issue degrees accredited th ultimately through the country within the European Union as being recognized by the European Union. So, if you complete a degree in Germany that is recognized by Germany it will be a degree that is recognized through the European Union. So if you go to another country within the European Union and they're looking and for and you're looking for work and you try to go to a company that says that you must have a European Union recognized degree, your degree from or from Germany will be recognized in that other country so long as it is within the European Union. And in fact, being recognized by the European Union is a pretty strong credential if you are trying to work outside of the European Union. There are organizations or there are relationships between the European Union in general and other countries throughout the world that will that enforce recognizing diplomas, degrees, certifications from the European Union in that other country. What comes to mind in particular relatively in particularly, is European Union degrees being recognized within, within China. So, this, is in this happens right now, I believe, in Malta, where, there are, like, where, the, where Malta, the government of Malta, has a relationship with, the, with a, either a local government or the government at large within China to where you can go to Malta to study for your degree and it will be recognized under it will be recognized have the authority where you can go back to China and work in work in the government within China with that degree now you might go to study abroad in the United States if you're if you're in China if you're from China you may go to study abroad in the United States you may go to study abroad in South America in Australia, in another country within the European Union, just pick a place. You go study there, but you come back and that degree may not be recognized. Now, businesses in general, they may not be as concerned about, the, about whether it is recognized or not, 
but there may be some government enforcement of that. Or it could be that you want to work for the government and you are not able to get a job with the degree that you have because it itself is not recognized. But the government of Malta has a relationship to where getting that degree from a university within Malta allows you to have a degree that is recognized if you would go on to work for, to have a government position in China. So we spoke with this minister for education and employment, and we discussed what it would be like, what are the potential, the possibilities for this company, Wolf, to be able to obtain European Union recognized accreditation. Here's what that would mean. We create a platform that allows students to study from anywhere in the world with a teacher from anywhere else in the world in a language that those two speak that may not be European Union recognized languages. And by virtue of doing this through our platform, whether it be online or in person, but ultimately through the platform, completing the degree through the platform would afford that student a European Union recognized diploma or degree through or facilitated by Malta. That was the conversation that we had with this minister in Malta. Thanks to Alex Grek, thanks to the, the relationship that and the negotiation or the, the communication that have been developed through my boss, as well as Alex, ultimately to meet with first Alex Grek, I mean, first with Everest Bartolo, and then onto some of some various other government officials within the country. That was part of why we were in Malta, or that was part of the benefit of us being in Malta. Not just going to this conference, not just going to this conference where this where the minister here, um, the minister for education, spoke at the beginning of the conference, but also to meet with him to discuss what we're doing and how Malta can fit into that. Because if we're able to be based in Malta and offer degrees, diplomas, certifications through Malta, ultimately to be recognized by the European Union, then we have a strategic advantage beyond simply reducing cost, but an incentive for those around the world to actually participate in our program, to participate on this platform, to seek their degree through this platform. There are all sorts of benefits to working on this platform besides just having reduced costs. It's not just that. But here's another benefit, but this is another benefit that would be perhaps the most incentivizing, having it actually recognized, having it be something where you could be, you could be anywhere in the world, but still get this European Union recognized qualification or certification or degree or diploma, because that might be the ticket for you. That might be the difference for you or the thing that matters most to you that allows you to obtain employment at a place outside of your hometown, outside of your home country, somewhere where you're actually seeking to work, you might be able to go there through this recognized credential. That was the point of, that was what punctuated the, the trip to Malta. After finishing the conference, I flew briefly to France and to Luxembourg, ultimately before getting back to Berlin and finishing my time in Berlin as my tourist visa with which I was traveling expired and I ultimately returned to the United States. Here I am now in the United States making this recording, still working, 
just reaching, just having reached a new milestone for the company, looking to move back with this time a work visa, following funding for the company. All of this is to come in future episodes of the podcast. Listen in and I will keep you up to speed with how things are going now and all of our expectations for the future. And as time goes by, I will reflect back on some of the stories from the trip outside of outside of just what I've discussed so far, because this has been a bit of a whirlwind recap of a number of the trips and activities, things that I've participated in. Very broad overview. I mean, this is only a few days really where I'm discussing all of these activities when, when normally I'd make a podcast every day. So this is covering multiple months or weeks. So we'll get back to a weekly schedule and get back to that granularity of overviews. Anyway, Stick around, check out tomorrow's podcast and learn how I left Malta back to Berlin, back to the United States and what's happening since then. Thanks for listening. I post articles based on these episodes on Medium, LinkedIn, and Facebook. You're welcome to follow me on Twitter or Instagram where I steadily post live videos. Please like, comment, and subscribe and consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes and Google Play. It's quick and it helps the podcast continue to operate. Check in each week for new episodes. I'm Johan Lilly, and this has been the Consultancy Podcast. Consultancy Podcast.